Go within to find the answers you seek. Welcome to Light Movers and Shakers, a special broadcast from Within Radio. I'm your host, Elaine Marie, and I am honored that you have joined me today to celebrate one of the most inspiring, vibration-raising people I know. Hope Fitzgerald is a life coach, spiritual teacher, intuitive dowser, and neurofeedback practitioner. She is the owner of Wave Energy Evolution, in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Hope is also the channeler of the Infinity Wave, a 10th dimensional energetic gift from the universe. I had been feeling a bit sad about all the negativity in the world, and I knew others were feeling the same. I did take a three-day vacation from the television news and social media, but it wasn't enough. So I asked Hope if she would help us clear out those dark corners of ourselves and the planet. Well, I am happy to report that Hope enthusiastically accepted, and she is here to introduce the amazing benefits of the Infinity Wave in this first of a two-part light-moving event. Welcome, Hope, and thank you for being on the show today. I am so excited, and I cannot wait to feel the power of the Infinity Wave. So if you don't mind, I am going to just sit back and listen while you tell us all about it. Well, thank you, Elaine, for inviting me to have this chat with you and to share with your folks and mine this amazing tool of the infinity wave which is more needed now than ever you know it's funny i have the same kinds of responses uh to the world events seemingly shattering world events that are happening so prevalently these days it it knocks me down um like it knocks most of us down and i know that it's very easy to stay down and to become uh, negative, to get a worldview that is limited and dark and scary, you know, because it feels sometimes like we are being overtaken by forces or by negative people and thought systems. Uh, it almost feels like they're gaining ground and the rest of us are, are losing somehow. And it can be very disorienting. I have gone back time and time again to my guidance system. And there's a whole team of beings that I return to for guidance. And every time they tell me a few things. One is, do that which pleases you. If you're feeling down and out, if you're feeling at a loss, if you're feeling 
I don't even know how to be happy right now because these poor people are suffering, you know, whether in our own country or around the world. And I'm, I'm feeling empathetically towards them, and I, I, I don't know how to get my own joy back. They tell me, do that which pleases you. Such a simple phrase, such a simple directive. And sometimes that means for me, especially in warm months, I go out into my garden and I just weed and tend to the garden. The simple act of being with the plants, of taking a time out for half an hour to make something pretty, prettier, eases my spirit. It pleases me. And I find myself coming back into an alignment that is better, that is stronger. And I think that, you know, this I've done this so many times. It's not always the same uh, remedy. I don't always go in the garden. Sometimes I cook something. Sometimes I take a walk. could be whatever in that moment feels like a pleasing thing. I take away from this the idea that it doesn't help those who have been victimized, for me to be down and out. It doesn't help them, and it doesn't help the network of light beings on this planet, and I mean that uh, in terms of people, real-life human beings. It doesn't help them if I go offline. If I take a tumble down, then I'm withdrawing my light from that network from that grid and it's not helpful so it's really my responsibility to get my beacon turned back on as quickly as possible so doing that which pleases me is a very simple way to get back online without a lot of effort it just happens just by doing something that pleases me and it doesn't make me feel guilty it's it's okay because my bigger responsibility is to lighting up the grid or doing my part in lighting up the grid. The second piece is that time and time again, when feeling that despair, I ask my guide team, what can I do? They point me back to the infinity way. They say, this is the most potent tool there is on the planet today. Just use it. So I'm offering the introduction to the infinity wave here so that everybody can start to use it for themselves. The second part, I'm going to give a practice that you can use for the world. But we have to start at home. So I hope everybody tries this out. See what you think of it. See how it makes you feel. And just play with it in everyday life. Invite it into your world to dance with you and stand back and watch what happens. The Infinity Wave Program. A new energetic union of love, life, and self with Hope Fitzgerald. Introduction to the Wave.
Hello. I am so happy, excited, and honored to be introducing you to an energetic that will quite possibly change your life. It has changed mine and many others who have begun to use it. It seems almost too good to be true that something this simple could carry the impact that it does. Its power, its depth, and breadth are really beyond measure. We don't know yet how far it can go. And part of that is up to you and how you use it and how it flowers out in your life. To begin, I'd like to come together with a common understanding that we have all decided, we've all chosen to be here now. We made this decision on a soul level, and we opted to come in to this three-dimensional reality, time, space, and gravity. We decided this was where we needed to work out whatever we needed to work out. And it's not for the faint of heart, this three-dimensional reality. It carries with it some major life lessons, some of which feel perhaps like they could almost pull us under. The three-dimensional life plan is rooted in polarity or duality. You may have heard those words before. What they mean is that it's a black and white setup. It's a, if you imagine goalposts for horseshoes, where you would have one pin sticking out of one end of a field and another pin coming out of the other end of the field, this would be perhaps what duality would look like. So one side is black and one side is white, one side is yes, the other side is no, etc. And the conversation that happens between these two polarities is what 3D life is about. Much of the time, this conversation involves a tug of war or struggle between these two posts. And that is when we are living in 3D at its densest form. What if there was a tool to lift us up and out of that polarity and in doing so would free us to not only recognize that we have abundant choices that can be made, but we are also co-creating with something much bigger than ourselves. This tool that I'm going to introduce you to, this energetic, does exactly that. And I believe it's why it's been delivered to us. Its message is change does not necessarily mean struggle. Change can happen quickly. Change can happen not only easily, but to our minds, even miraculously. I've seen it more than once. I've seen it many times. And I'm going to ask you to take this leap of faith with me to try on this energetic, even if you don't believe it. Just try it on and see what happens. If you find yourself struggling in a situation, just imagining the wave, 
will shift your perception, and you'll find yourself widening and becoming receptive to other solutions. Also, you'll find yourself disengaging from whatever emotions are flowing through you. When the emotions become less engaged, you find you have more clarity of thought so that your heart and your mind are working in beautiful synchrony. The wave itself is of such a high frequency that it disables three-dimensional thinking. So where we might say, no, but, instead, a non-dual approach would be to say, yes, and, yes, and, this is also true. This is non-dual, non-linear thinking, and the wave action actually takes on this vibration, yes, and, yes, and. You'll find yourself changing your language, and in that change of language, your whole perception also shifts. So what we have realized, many of us, is that the earth is going through some major transitions, and so are we, because we are connected to the earth. Transitions could also be called evolution, and in evolving, certain things get left behind, making the way for new things to move in. This is what evolution looks like, the letting go of the old, the accepting of the new. In the letting go of the old, sometimes there is a resistance, there is a block, and this energy we're going to be working with is extremely useful in releasing that resistance and those blocks. Additionally, receiving the new can also create resistance in that we don't always know what it's going to look like. What does the new thing look like? How do I trust that new thing is going to come into my life? And it involves living with a little bit of uncertainty, even though we know on some level it's probably good for us. Again, this energetic is very helpful in calming the system, in calming the system to such a degree that it relaxes enough to receive this new information so that we let go of what's no longer useful and we accept that which is going to elevate us even more towards our perfect expression of what it is we came in here to do. And that's so beautiful. That's really very exciting to me, and I hope to you as well. One of the thought forms that lies deeply embedded in many of us is the idea that we do not have direct contact with whatever we call the Creator, God, the All that is. We have been taught for many centuries that an intermediary is necessary for us to have contact. I believe this is false. I believe we may find teachers and guides 
to lead us along the path, but ultimately we have been given direct access to the great beyond. Many masters have said this, and I believe it with all my heart now that it has happened to me. Anything that I am doing, any contact that I am having, is also available to every single human on this planet. It is merely a question of raising your hand and saying, I am a willing vessel. All that flows out of that statement opens you to your direct contact with the divine and to your direct contact with the energetics of the earth. With this concept comes great responsibility. I remember when I first realized that I had been looking at the sky through a glass ceiling. I didn't realize that it was self-imposed. I didn't know it was there until it became clear that it was there. And at that point, as soon as I realized that I was disallowing myself this direct contact, there was a great shattering of my being, a shattering that revealed me fully to myself and my Creator. Every step I have taken since then has been fully exposed, and sometimes that feels quite scary. But I encourage you to take that step, to walk along that path, and there will be many shatterings along the way as we meet certain obstacles, certain resistances to that ultimate truth, that this is our life, that we get to do what we want with this life, and that it is a precious gift waiting for us to unwrap. So I encourage you to go direct. It's just waiting for you. So I'm going to give you some instruction now about what to be expecting. I highly recommend that you follow the course of the practices in the order in which they are presented. The reason for this is that this process deepens with every step, and you want to be sure that your being is fully prepared for each one as it comes, having finished the one before. This first practice is the introduction of what we call the infinity wave. Later on, I'll tell you more about how that came to be. But for now, I'd like you to just imagine that there is an infinity sign, which looks a great deal like the number eight. And instead of being a two-dimensional, meaning a number on a piece of paper, imagine that it is very much alive and it is made of water a watery substance that flows in the shape of that eight or that infinity sign. We're going to be using this in the practice 
and feeling what it's like to have that inside ourselves. Before we get to that, I'm going to instruct you on some breathing techniques to relax your body and still your mind. I suggest that you move into a comfortable space, a comfortable chair, preferably. If you lie down, there's always the potential that you will fall asleep. So in order to stay awake enough to receive the information, I suggest that you sit and quiet the space around you. The first practice will be quite short, and yet I believe you will receive a very large message of peace and ease as you have it. So once you're settled in, we will begin. As you listen to the sound of the crystal ball I'm playing, I'd like you to imagine that there is a tube running through your body from your crown all the way down to the end of your tailbone. And this tube is like a straw. It's open on both ends. This is called the pranic tube. This is how we will be doing our breathing. For the moment, focus on the tube that begins at your heart center and runs downward. This tube continues down through you into the ground. As you inhale, from the lower tube up into your heart center. Imagine you are inhaling the earth, allowing it to nourish and nurture you. As you exhale, your breath takes you deeper and deeper into the earth. Feel the pull of the planet coming up into your heart center and exhale down to receive even more of that nourishment. You may feel your tube widening as you do this and that's totally fine.
Now we're going to switch your attention to the tube that runs upwards from your heart center and out through your crown, opening to the universe above and around you. As you inhale, breathe in the ethers, breathe in the wisdom and the light. Allow it to activate your heart center. As you exhale, allow yourself the freedom to flow outwards into that beautiful space. together. So as we inhale, we inhale from above and below, allowing that to fuel our hearts. And as we exhale, we exhale out in both directions. of the infinity wave, whether it be horizontal or vertical, whatever you choose. Just allow it to rest in your heart center. And notice how it impacts that part of you. As you inhale, 
and exhale, imagine that that infinity wave begins to grow in size. Staying within the confines of your torso, but reaching all the way up to your neck and down to the base of your tailbone. probably notice that it crosses over itself somewhere between your solar plexus and your heart. Allow this flow to move freely through your body. And notice the changes it brings. Notice the peace and ease it brings. Now again, with our breathing, Let's grow the wave a little more. Let's expand it so that it wraps just around the crown of our heads and then down underneath our sits bones. So you are held in the wave which continues to flow. Again, you control the pace and the flow of the water. You may change the color as you see fit. Make it your own. so slowly shrinking down till it dwells once again within your heart center.
become aware of your breathing. Release the breathing and the open tube to the universe through your crown. Release the breathing to the earth. slowly take your time and coming back to the room. Thank you for listening to Light Movers and Shakers. To learn more about Hope's work at Wave Energy Evolution, please visit her website at weinfinity.com, and that's spelled we, W-E, hyphen, infinity.com. Join us for part two of this special when Hope and I discuss the versatility of the infinity wave, including how we can use this high-frequency energy to help heal the planet we love. Until next time, I leave you with these words from Mother Teresa. If we have no peace, it is because we have forgotten that we belong to each other.